Season 2, Episode 7, coming at you right about now on the Waterboys Wednesday. Waterboys Wednesday. Today's very special guest, our very own Taylor Stewart. Yeah, he's so special. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he lost the Islanders' bucket hat, and honestly, I think we're all a bit still upset about that whole situation. It's a Seven nothing in game four and then get whooped at home. Unfortunate. Lose three games at home too. That's pretty. Yeah, it was yeah. the three OT losses. Hard way to go out. Hard way to go out. Yeah. But anyway, Justin, congratulations. You were right about the NHL playoffs. I mean, I want to tell you. I mean, this is just set up to be one of the greatest uh, Stanley Cup final matchups ever. I I agree with you. I. I was honestly rooting for the Rangers there. Big time. A little underdog story. Yeah. But now we got two powerhouses coming in. This this is rocky this too. Is, this is what you want. This is what I expected last year, to be honest. But then the Avalanche got put out last year. Um, so, like, I'm not surprised by this final matchup, yeah. if I'm being honest. Like, Colorado in five. Colorado in five. The last two years... The Tampa's made the finals. What's it been? Dallas and Dallas Montreal. And Montreal. <laughs> yeah. They run into our... No, 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 no. Montreal. Montreal, at least they made the finals. You had a goalie, and that was your team. <laughs> That's okay. Like, props to Carey Price. He's best goalie in Whoa. NHL history, probably. When's the last time? Who else did you have? When's the last time? Name one player that well, could have been an MVP in that series if, if Montreal wins. Name a player who would have even gotten a vote over Carey Price. Uh, Terry Lackanen. Oh, suck a nut. Not even a chance. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Water boys, not made for kids. <laughs> come on now. Tampa Bay is facing a real whoa, team whoa. this year, and they're going to get whoa, whoa, whoa. hit Here's by my... a brick wall. Here's my only thing. Dallas was decent. <sighs> no, much better than One team, One player on the team. No. One player on the team. Well, who did, who, who, did, who did they lose this offseason other than Carey Price? And what happened to them? Whoa. They got the first overall draft pick in whoa, this year's draft. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Who else did they lose other than Carey Price who did before we, the deadline? Who who did they beat down 3-1 in the first round of last year's playoffs? You know what? Toronto chokes. <laughs> Yeah. We're talking about the Stanley Cup Finals right here. We're talking about who's here now. <laughs> Carey Price took them all the way to the Finals. Yes. Okay, okay, boys. We're talking about who's here now. We're Does talking it, about Tampa no, versus Colorado. We did have versus Leafs fan right. debate. The have Leafs that. weren't in this conversation until you said who did they beat first round. Yeah, because I have to bring that up. They lost what four nothing, four one in the Stanley Cup Finals. 
It's basically like the Islanders this year. 4-1, 4-1. They got carried all the way, they found the finals, and Don't they got shit-pumped by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, and you know what? You want to know something? Here, here's a fact. <laughs> oh, oh, here's a fact. A fact about the Montreal Canadiens. Yes. Montreal has two former players in the Stanley Cup this year. Former players! From last year's team. <laughs> From last year's team. They won third and Corey fourth Perry. line guys. Corey Perry and Lekkonen. Who sent... He sent... Uh, yeah, and how many goals does he have in the finals? He sent, I mean, the playoffs. I don't know, but he that sent... That was probably his first one. No, 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 but he sent uh, Montreal to the finals against Vegas last year. And he sent them to the finals against Edmonton this year. So... And look how big they must be smiling now that they're out of that shithole in Montreal. <laughs> we're, we're so bad about it. We're going to tank the next year as well. So, like, I don't understand... What, what's wrong with Montreal? Like, anyway. <laughs> it's just fun to shit on them. <laughs> Do you know they have two fire sprinklers on the ceiling? That's what I've been doing this whole time. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just you, phenomenal. You stay out of this because you're... I black, thought I was winding down. Your Blackhawks don't do jack shit. Why do you think I'm eating it? Yeah. <laughs> so... And you at least haven't done anything since 1967. I'm not a diehard Leafs fan, okay? I like watching uh, them. Uh, see, look at this guy. I like oh, I like God. Toronto sports, period. But I'm not going to cry when the Leafs get put out of the playoffs. I'll cheer for them as long as they go. But I don't bleed the blue and white. Well, obviously, they don't go that far. You don't have to worry about that. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> can we get to the 2022 <laughs> Stanley Cup final. Yeah, you know what? Did you know they have two former Montreal Canadiens? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I mean, come on, guys. You, you gotta believe in them. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, but anyway, so, I mean, looking at this series, Colorado versus Tampa Bay. Both teams are stacked. Both teams are absolutely stacked. Braden Point's coming back for most likely game one. Is there any word on Darcy Kemper? Yes, he is. Okay, so here, I'll give you two updates right now. Two facts. Two more facts. Uh, Braden Point, uh, this is off Puck Empire, so uh, take take what you get out of that. Um, I think it's pretty trustworthy. Um, Braden Point was centering the third line in practice and was on the first power play unit. So, most likely going to see him tomorrow. Now, the update on Darcy Kemper is he is feeling 100%, and I mean 100% to go. But the question is, will they even start him? Is how 100% Darcy Kemper can be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll, we'll see if they start I I figure they won't, but we'll see. I'm just, my biggest thing with this series is going to be game one, how interested it gets. Because Colorado's whole story this playoffs has been, look, we can score. Yeah. And now they're facing Andre look, Vasilevsky. They're just good all over. Like, they're good defensively. They're good. Their offense is terrific. They have defense. great offensive-defensive corps as well as a solid defensive-defensive corps. Like, their top six is a top four on any other team. I'm not, no, that's what I mean. Like, they can score. Probably is the best team in the league can score. If but I'm... Can... Interested to see a how well they can shut down Tampa's lethal lineup, yeah, and b if they can light up Vasilevsky like they've lit up every other goal at this point. Also, don't have Kadri. Exactly, he's gone in the playoffs. Let me tell you though, I'm thinking McKinnon can shut down this top line the way he shut down McDavid. 
over and over and over again. Guys, just what did I, what some poke check, what look like beer league to him. What did I tell you? Yeah, if any team is going to put Vasilevsky's jockey strap in the rafters, it's going to be <laughs> Colorado. I like Vasilevsky, baby. Stanford's pretty hot right now, though. Get but you know what? He always is in the playoffs. What did I tell you? McKinnon over McDavid. People are gonna hate that. McKinnon is a supporting cast. McDavid's still missing so many mean? pieces. My goalie's thirty-nine years old, ready for the retirement home. Yeah. My defense yeah. is also old and ready for the retirement home. We have two lines. That's who, it. Who showed up in the Western Conference Finals? Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> McKinnon. McKinnon showed up. No, Colorado showed up. Yeah, okay, and we got swept it. The dynamic duo of Kale McCarr and Nathan McKay. They have a full lineup. Yes, those guys were good, but beyond those guys, it's not like they're Edmonton. They don't just have two guys. Their whole lineup is what got them there. Yeah. With injuries. Anyway, I said Colorado before the year, so obviously you said Colorado in five. I obviously am going with Colorado here. How many games? I'm going to say six. Who has Colorado up on ice? Yes, Colorado. Does home ice? I say Colorado. Now here's here's know. my maybe five. I don't know. I also I don't love know. Sports. I don't know if you can beat Vasilevsky in five games. That is that's too tough. But can Tampa score enough to not let Vasilevsky lose in five games? Is my question. I think that's a different way to look at it. Yes, will Vasilevsky lose five ga- in five games? Unlikely. But can Tampa... Is he going to lose four of five games? That's what I'm saying. It's going to be hard for Vasilevsky, but if you also look at it from the point of, can Tampa make Vasilevsky not lose four of five games? Because he ain't going to shut... He's not going to get a shutout four of five games. That first power play unit's insane for Tampa Bay. Yeah, but like I said, that's what game one's going to tell a lot, because can Colorado... Light up the lamp against Vasilevsky. Yeah. That's and it. Colorado isn't in the box that often. They're not, like they're not known for taking penalties. So congratulations to the power play unit, but they're barely gonna see anything. And for that Madison Kadri, who else is going to the box? Well, I'm gonna mark your words on that, and then we're gonna see what the power play does. But I'm still taking Colorado. But okay, they'll be effective when they're out there. But I'm saying, how often are they gonna be out there? Yeah, I, I d- I'm gonna say probably ten times in this series. Ten times? I'm saying five. You're saying five times in five games, one penalty game, okay. No seven. Okay. I'm saying this is going to be a true hockey series. It's right. not going to be that dirty. It's not going to be... It's, it's going to be, be a little grit. It's going to be modern era. Well, we have, have the lumber. There's one thing that we... But it's going to be a fast So what's So oh, what's yeah. your prediction before we need to talk about one or a couple things about this series? I'm with you, Colorado on six. Colorado on six, so there you go. See, Colorado I take five six. because I think they win it at home ice. Like it's either yeah. it's either five or seven, maybe I, I don't know, but I'm saying six just to be on six. It's either five or seven. I think I'm they're going six. I think they're gonna the win casino on, man. I think they're gonna win on home ice. ice. They're, I think they're gonna win on home ice, yeah. but I don't. So he says they win in away. I don't know. I think I'd see. The gambler man can't yes. place his best. I mean, so we have two things to talk about here. We got Patrick Maroon, his streak, and we have the Corey Perry streak. One of them will live on, one of them will die. Um, the Corey Perry streak is that he's lost two Stanley Cup finals um, back to back years, and Patrick Maroon's won three in a row, looking for his fourth in a row, and he's already won 15 consecutive playoff series. 
Can't beat him yeah. joining with Carrie Perry, eh? Dallas and yeah. Dallas and Montreal probably. Patty Maroon's like a more successful Phil Castle. Oh really though, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't get much attention, but yeah, he's like the hot dog man. He's beer that you see in the NHL. <laughs> he's he knows his role, boys. That's all we're gonna say. He yeah. can he can skate and move. It's not like he's a fourth line grinder. I think he's what their third line. Like he's, yeah, not, he's they I have some trust in fourth. Line. They have some trust in him. We've been there for like two years now. Yeah, three years. Has anyone? I wonder though. Has any player lifted the Stanley Cup four straight years not with the same organization? I bet before there was color TV. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I couldn't tell you, but what I can tell you is that Patrick streak is probably not going to live on here. No, I think he gets his first taste of Stanley Cup Finals loss. My question, though, is he's won three in a row. If he loses the fourth year, how brokenhearted do you think he'd be? How I mean, he, he, has a, he has a three-peat already, so... Yeah. Like, this, just getting hot in this career yeah. is already off to three straight rings. There's obviously going to be guys who are like teary-eyed and sad, but how sad can Maroon really be? Like, like, he's oh, like, oh... Yeah. The locks ran out. The lock ran out. The Honestly, beer gun failed. If you don't hate losing, there's no point in playing the game. So he's gonna be upset. Oh, I'm not saying no, but I doubt there's gonna be guys who are a lot more sad than he. I is. doubt those two like, last more than three days. Like I mean, Corey yeah. Perry is gonna lose his third straight Stanley Cup. Yeah, Corey Perry would be heartbroken. Well, yeah. I would expect him to be heartbroken, but <laughs> you lose three state cup finals, you jump from ship to ship every time, thinking maybe my luck will change this year. Yeah. You couldn't beat him, you joined him. You couldn't beat him, you joined him. Canadians are looking good, let's do it. Yeah, he thought Dallas is looking good, let's do it. He goes to Tampa, damn it. Yeah. He thought that Montreal was in the, the cup final, that he was out of his mind, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean we yeah. made it there, but with not at the beginning of the year. You're not thinking Stanley Cup final for that team. No. But anyway, moving on. Like, NBA, finals. NBA finals, NBA finals. Steph Curry, Sheffit, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Is it Alicia Ash? Aisha. Aisha. Aisha Curry can cook. I saw that t-shirt last night. Did you guys see that? I, I heard that he wore a t-shirt with his wife's face on it, but when I clicked on no, the no, thing, no, it didn't it's not, show. His, it's not his wife's t- face. It's his wife's name, and it says that she can cook because there's a place in Boston. That, She's a chef, yeah. Yeah, but that put a sign out that said she couldn't cook. So anyway, he, he wore a shirt to defend her. Oh, um, my God. Great guy. <laughs> great husband taking his wife's defense. Okay, what I want to know is, is he the same Steph Curry that's making that mini putt show right now? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because it's executive producer Stephen Curry, and that's what I know. Yeah, he hosts this mini putt show in the States where it's like Wipeout meets mini putt yeah. meets, I don't know, a carnival. Okay. <laughs> and it's got like Rob Riggle announcing it. Anyway, who I'm cares just, about Okay, so NBA Finals. Golden this, State up 3 2 yeah, at the time of recording. Yeah. When's game six, right? Tomorrow night. Yeah. Day release. So this is a deciding game here. I think it's going seven. seven. In Bean Town, I think they're going seven. Yeah. The Warriors win if they win it at all. Yeah, I hope that the Warriors win. Has an away team won a game in this series? Yes. They each won one. Boston won game one and Golden State won game four. I as much as I don't like Boston as a whole as a sports city, any Boston fans out there, your team suck. 
So, so you got New York hatred on this side and Boston hatred on this side. Bean I hate tab. the Jets, I hate the Mets, and I hate you too, Islanders. <laughs> oh, okay, the New York The Red Sox, the Patriots suck. Yeah, no, Red Sox, Patriots, Bruins, all go to just, hell. The Celtics, bad. I probably hate them the least out of all Boston sports teams. I love, I, I honestly, I love Jason Tatum. I think Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year, is great. I just don't think they have the, they, I'd love to see them win it. I think they deserve to win it. Jason Tatum's been killing it. Well, like I said, I think they deserve to win it. I think they're all great guys. I just don't think they're going to take the I think this is, I think this is the year for Steph Curry to get his finals MVP. Who else will get it? Colorado Rap. Andrew Wiggins is the only other option. I think he goes be. off one game and you're yeah. saying Andrew Wiggins. No, no, no. I'm not saying He's Andrew Canadian. Respect, I've but. seen I've seen some stuff on Twitter today that has me like kind of in shambles right now. Like, Steph Curry has one semi-mediocre game. 16 points, three rebounds, and eight assists. Obviously, no three-pointers. First time in his playoff career, he hasn't scored a three-pointer in a game. Also, first time in 233 games, dating back to November 8th, 2018, I believe, where he hasn't, where he has scored a three-pointer in each game. Um, but one mediocre game, and you're telling me this guy is an NBA Finals material? Everyone knows he's NBA MVP, MV, NBA like what, Hall of Fame. Like what, what is wrong with people? Like... No, he put up forty what seven in game four or something like that. Well, that's that alone, yeah. Like, it, I don't understand. He has four unreal games, has one mediocre game, and they still win. And you're saying that he's not at Finals MVP? Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I agree with you, right, man. Like he's got some impressive numbers, but Boston in seven. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, you're still you sticking think they with can that. Shut down the Golden State I'm sticking crowd? with it. I'm sticking yeah. with it. Oh, yeah. I um, back Just circling back real quick to the Andrew Wiggins thing. I saw, uh, I got a notification from Sportsnet yesterday saying, Andrew Wiggins sets new playoff career high for a Canadian-born basketball player. And I was like, oh, my God. He must have like had like a 50-piece no. or something. I looked up. He's like, he scores 26 points. I was like, that's an average night for any <laughs> NBA star. And it's like a new Canadian record. I was like, are you kidding? Like, Steve Nash didn't do that at least once? S.A. All yeah, 26 way. points, okay. and it's a new Canadian You're record for an NBA Finals score. God bless. After, okay. yeah, you just said Steph dropped 47, yeah. Andrew Wiggins drops 26, new Canadian record for a Finals <laughs> appearance. Oh, uh, Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. I mean, like, it was a great performance. He locked Jason Tatum up. Like, he's doing his job. Wiggins? Yes. Oh, yeah, no, he had a good game. But just that that was the, fa- that was the new high. Yeah. I was like, you're kidding me. So, I mean... Uh, Boston in seven for me. Uh, I still got Warriors in seven. I think that this is just... It needs to go seven. I think. Yeah. But. I'll go Warriors in seven, but I'll add something to it. Warriors in seven. By but seven. You know what we're forgetting? We are forgetting one thing here. And you know what? The Warriors might have ended in six because I'm remembering this now. They have a special player on their team who has a nickname in the playoffs. And if you guys don't remember this, then, you know, you guys... Well, the third splash, bro? <laughs> no. 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 Just spit it out. Game six, Clay. Game six, Clay. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Congratulations to him. 
Are you kidding me? Like, every game six, this man goes off. And he was quoted for saying, because he lives up to the nickname. He It's like every game six they're in, he does unreal. Like, they're at least 35 points a game. He said in the post-game presser, I man, I'm feeling the best I've ever felt to go to Boston for a game six. I'll tell you that much. Special players make special plays on special days. So I don't know. It might end in six after remembering that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, moving into uh, the next section of sports that we need to discuss, Grant Cubs absolutely stink. They're climbing. Three games in last place. They're Better climbing. than the Royals. Better than Cincinnati. By a game and a half. And a half. We're climbing. And guess who's sinking? The New York Mets. They're starting their fall, folks. No longer first in the MLB. We're climbing to a playoff appearance. Oh my god, this guy's delusional. They're only 11 and a half games out of a playoff spot. Hell yeah, that's just easy. A lot can happen between now and playoffs. A lot can happen between now and playoffs. Oh my god. Maybe they'll sell the farm to get... You know... Come up a little bit, find a new Rizzo. With Hyunjin Ryu though, Ryu out for the Blue Jays. Yeah, wonder, just trade for him. No, I'm wondering if America Stroman might come back to the six. No. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. But what I'm more excited about than this Cubs climb that's going to happen <laughs> is just the Mets starting their decline. Oh, that that just makes me so happy. Do they become but a wild card team? No, the Mets. The Mets are no. fine. Like I don't understand what you guys are f- thinking. Like, I don't hate the Mets. They're no, no longer the best they're, team. They're my favorite of the two New York teams. New York Mets are gonna be fine. Like they're still way ahead of everyone. Else. Have you seen how many of their stars are on the injured? Yes, but they're about to get um, Jacob Degrom back. What? I thought he was there for like nearly the whole season. No. Scherzer's in six to eight weeks. Yeah, but that so. was a while. They're like two to four weeks away now. Both of them. So they're soon coming back. We so, might get them before the All-Star break, if that. So, mm. I mean, but you know who isn't coming back? Mm. His timeline has been pushed back. Mr. Superstar himself, Tatis Jr. Really? Fernando? Yes. Fernando Tatis Jr. Tatis is out. Have, uh, can I just say one thing about that? Yeah. It's not even about his injury. I think my ex- all-time favorite call I've ever heard in sports is the San Diego Padres announcer calling a Tatis home run. Fernando Tatis Jr. Okay. <laughs> Go listen to a call. <laughs> I didn't do it. Is it better than George Matthews? Oh yeah, no, I didn't do it justice. The wow. way the way the Padres I guy gets fired up for Tatis Jr. I can't believe you're just pooping all over. For George. baseball, you can't compare baseball and hockey, Kyle. I don't listen. Georgie is a beautiful man, great caller, but <laughs> it's I just I've different. never listened I to this. I understand it. I would have liked to hear him as the finals. I just never got mm-hmm. to because I was always there, so I never listened to the radio. That's fair. But mm-hmm. the you know the way go listen to how he calls Fernando Tatis Jr.'s home runs, unreal. I'll give it a listen. I'll yeah. get right on that. But you know what? It's from injuries. From injuries. Injuries to the hottest team in baseball, and I mean the hottest team in baseball, the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> what are you laughing at, man? The six. Yankees are the hottest team in baseball. No, right they're now. not. Yes, they the are. Six. They're not. Yes, they are. People from Canada? No, they're not. What are you talking about? <laughs> Everyone from Canada? No, they're not. 
Oh, it's the, the Blue Jays. W's series wins left and right. Yeah, that's who gets the air. Alec Manoa with a one sixty seven ERA. He's in the lead for the Cy Young. Like in his full, first full season yeah, with like the MLB. One, he's leading the AL East with a one point six seven. Yeah, right. he's yeah, setting he, a record. After, his whip's not even one. His whip's point eight nine. Like, come on, man. Come when you're looking at the whole season right now, though, the Yankees are better than Toronto overall. Numbers? Yes. They're slow start to start. Right now. But they're slow start to start the season. Now, Guerrero's starting to heat the hell. Like, the pitch is staying solid. He is heating okay. up. The Orioles, like... Not like the Orioles. Where's the Orioles coming from? They're playing the Orioles right now. They yeah, just okay. smacked them eleven. Yeah, last they just night. smacked them eleven. And seven running and yeah. So here's my thing. Remember the start of the season when the Jays like mediocre, having a rough go. They had the toughest schedule. Their pitching started slow yeah. when their offense was hot. Then now their you, pitching got hot. And their offense was slow. And now you're starting to put it all together. You're getting the special ingredients. And you're getting to play easier scheduled teams. They're three and a half games back in New York, too. Like, that's not a lot. No. They're eight games back in New York. I just looked at the stands. It's a three and a half. I, I can bet you a thousand dollars. Okay. We gotta get the fact machine out there. Yeah. I'm not betting a thousand dollars, but I'll bet. You said it. Yes. Okay, what's the bet? Thousand percent. Put your phones away and keep talking while I Google this. Okay. Uh, they're eight games back. Go to the division. Oh eight wait, they're oh, back. four and a half. Okay, I read. I read yeah, I read, yeah, I read, I read yeah. Where, where's my money? JK. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, guys, like. Thirty games back, but the eight games are easy to make up. That's yeah, that's still not a lot. New York gets a cold spell, which is inevitable. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Jays stay hot, and speaking of which, the Jays like it's not even their like you said. Guerrero's finally getting Ryu's hot. Done. What? Ryu's done. Ryu. Ryu, sorry, my bad. Ryu. Uh, as I said, oh boo Yeah, like, we're, as Blue Jays fan, we're kind of happy to see he's done. Um, <laughs> Not gonna lie. He had one good start this year, I think, out of the time he did play. So. Yeah. He's been literally downhill since the day they signed him. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you my favorite part of this MLB season so far is just watching the Oakland Athletics attendance decline. <laughs> the like, Islanders have better attendance. They're declining, like, the Hindenburg. No, like the showdown. I think the oh, yeah. baseball team has better uh, <laughs> attendance too. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw that a season ticket holder for the Oakland Athletics, he sat in right field ever since he came to Oakland some 30 odd years ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he said, sitting in right field, he, for the first time in his life, at an attendance of 2,700 people, could hear the left fielder call for a ball. <laughs> 2,700. Wow. It is hilarious to just see pictures of this stadium right now. That is pretty... Like, they're going to be the next team out of there. The Raiders are gone. Yeah. They had Golden State. Yeah. But... Maybe after Golden State finishes up their season with a win or a loss, who knows what it's going to be. Okay, let's talk for a sec, too, though. I want to hear your opinion. Say Oakland does get moved. Do you have City in mind where an MOB team should go? Back to Quebec. The Expos are obviously a top favorite. Montreal Expos would be awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one of the big big dogs. But what about I want what about America boy over here? What do you what city in the USA do you think could uh, use an MLB team? I'm trying to think of who has one right now. Yeah. Because there's a lot of them when you look at it. Jacksonville, I mean, but... Honestly, Quad City's Iowa. Yeah? In Illinois. That is a hot spot for baseball and football. Or, like, Des Moines. That could support Hmm. an MLB team, I'd say. Who does... uh, Does Tennessee have one? Tennessee doesn't have one. Tennessee actually is looking for a sports team. I forget who I I forget who I read. Nashville would be a great spot to put one. I think. No, it's Tennessee. Tennessee is like full in for yeah. Nashville would be. I think you got to choose the Midwest. Yeah. I think like when they do like the cross city rivalry week. Yeah. With like New York, I think, LA. Well, I think it'd what? be awesome to have like Kansas City and Iowa. Well, no. they could move. Arizona, the Coyotes, and they can move the Oakland Athletics, both to Montreal. Montreal have well, two hockey like, teams. Sorry, not Montreal, but Quebec City, and then Montreal for the. I don't think you see Expo. Quebec City get a team anytime soon no. for NHL. If there's an expansion in the NHL, I don't think Canada gets us. To be honest with you. No, they probably. What's the next? No. There isn't already. LeBron no. wants a team in Vegas for the NBA. You see that? Yeah. But Cleveland does Cle- Cleveland could have one for what hockey? Yeah, God, no. they Why can't not? support the sports they have. No, uh, Cleveland's not a hockey city. No, I'd like to see, like you said, I think where you were saying Iowa would be a good place for them. Yeah. Tennessee, I read somewhere where they are trying. There's actually a group Tennessee, in progress getting made Tennessee up right now that be, wants a team there. Tennessee would be a good or uh, Illinois, uh, yeah, or not yeah. Illinois, uh, Ohio. Yeah. Country, Ohio could do good with them. Country Indiana music, yeah. country music and ball. It's a pretty good combo. Tennessee, I'm pretty sure, is the mm-hmm. next. It's Montreal and Tennessee are the top two right now. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, Il- or Iowa is really like what they do with their Bengals and their. Uh, yeah. yeah. Probably gonna. What they do with the minor league teams. Basically, cool folks, what we're trying to say is, and if we're boring you, the Oakland Athletics, they suck. <laughs> they gotta move. They gotta just they, like Arizona does. They suck. They have no loyal, like, not, I wouldn't say loyal, because who the hell wants to They did 20 go, years ago. But who the hell wants to go watch your team lose basically every game? <laughs> and, how, about, how about they do a swap? They get the Raiders back, and the Athletics go up there. <laughs> well, I don't think that would be beneficial. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. They would not want to do that true. So, I, I, think, I, I, think I think they're going to move. Let us know in the comments if you think they're going to move as well. Yeah, fire off in the comments. Where do you think Oakland should go? Because if honestly, I, go. I think the only reason Oakland like having an NFL team is so they could act like Philly on one day a week. <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. They just acted like Philly fans. Anyway. Philly fans are ruthless, but anyway. Yeah, they threw snowball at Santa Claus. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Not even kidding. Not even kidding. Look it up. So and as you said there, what do you think is the next best city that should get? Uh, like you got the Mets and the Yankees. You mentioned the cross town rivalries. Where's where do you think a next big cross town rivalry should happen in baseball? Any sport. You any, you, any you sport? pick any sport right here right now that you think should get a double team city. You obviously got like the Dodgers. You got the Dallas needs a new America's team for football. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys rivalry. Texas is the biggest football state. 
I like that. And yeah, the Cowboys are terrible. Yeah. Give them someone good. Keep saying the Cowboys are terrible. The Cowboys are like scat music. They're good good in the 90s. No. <laughs> oh, you stole that. Yeah, stole I that. stole it. I stole it. <laughs> I stole it from a weatherman. They're Super Bowl contenders. Like No. Mm-mm. Year after year. Year what? after year. Are you high? No. Year after year, like everyone's saying, uh, maybe this is the year. Yeah, in Dallas. They're like the leaps. Dallas is saying that every year. They're the leaps of the NFL. It's not okay, but the thing is, Toronto and Dallas both have really good teams. They just can't get it done. Does Even if they mean, made it out of the first round of the playoffs in the NFL, they weren't going to the finals. But it still no. doesn't mean that they're not Super Bowl contenders. It just means that they can't get it done. You heard it here first, folks. A Montreal Canadiens fan not cannot good. break finals playoffs. They're not good. If they can't get it done, they're not good. But they have... The, the if they team. break every year... They're the they're team, are they? <laughs> they're not the, team the team. Good. You know who the teams are right now? It's Tampa and Kansas City. You know who I'm putting the losses on? Who? Mike McCarthy. Sure. Yeah, put it on anyone who you want, but you could put it on anyone and you'd be right. No, the coach... Yeah, typically <laughs> that's how it goes. But you could put the losses on anyone on that team and you would be right. Did you not see the way they went out of the playoffs yeah, last, last I, season? I know. I'm just saying that, that usually when we talk about Dallas, we're talking about contending. They're not yeah. a middle-of-the-team pack. They just got that press Anyway, I don't know how season. the hell we got on NFL or how the hell we got on. We're not even here in the season, like... NFL's a long way away. I know, I'm missing We're just this. excited for NFL's. Honestly, Everyone's yeah. College football's starting in like, what, 60 days now? Uh, 60, 70 days. Uh, Probably when the school year starts. End of August? Yeah, that's pretty pretty close. Yeah. Honestly, months. I'm so pumped, man. So pumped for some so, college football. Anyway, is, is there anything else that we have to mention before we, you know, turn it to a little special interview with Taylor Stewart here on the Waterboys podcast. Stewart. How's your guys, how's your guys this week? I mean, pretty busy. I was pretty hungover Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Does your mom watch this or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> My mother watches Big Bang Theory and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But why were you... <laughs> That's it. But, but it wasn't because you were, like, happy drinking. Oh, no, it was a very sad drunk. I was at the rink till, like, 2 o'clock, just... Drinking your sorrows away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was... It, it was, was a sad night. I remember, like, 50% of the night at that. My head was pounding Sunday morning. Didn't do too much. Oh, Saw the Islanders at the beach, though. Got drugged to the beach Sunday afternoon. Islanders showed up to play some spike ball. Half nice. of them. Spike ball. Spike ball is pretty well. Nice. Spike ball is pretty well in the summer. Yeah. Yes, it is. Take a little dip. In the... It is. Yeah. Anyway, I think we need to turn it over to the interview. Yeah. I'll go get him. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, I gotta say, raw hot dogs. This are is not raw, man. Disgusting. First of all, this is not raw. This is a boiled hot dog. Well, it's bland. Alright, you gotta have Blizzard review. Blizzard review? Yeah. 0.0. Where's well, this guest head was coming out with? By the way. Sorry, my fellas. <sighs> That's right. You're the guest today. Anyway. <laughs> Taylor, I gotta ask you something. Yes, sir. Rugby player, rugby player here. Respect. How do you go 0-6 on a season? 
and win silver. You know what? <laughs> it's about grit. It's about dedication. No, it's not. You lost we, all your we games. Straight, we stay hungry. We devour. You lost oh my God. all your games. <laughs> I want to know how. The, were there only two teams in the league? No, 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 no. Then how do you win silver going on one We We played four teams. <laughs> we played four teams four at teams. least, I believe. There was two. There was Kish. There Kish. was West Isle. What's, what's Kish? Kensington. Okay. Yeah. That's short. And Ta- oh, there's Tosh, too. Yeah. Kensington, Tosh, Roy. Yeah, but we played... I'm pretty sure how it works is we played all the divisions. And then... Divisions? There's four teams that had divisions of two? No, no, no. Like there was a triple oh, you A. Played, we right? didn't we didn't play every team okay. on PEI. Okay. But there was a triple A, I think we played some double A. But anyway. We went 0 5. Most of them were blowouts. Not all of them. Not all of them. We had like maybe a game or two that were close. I specifically remember a game up in West Style where it was my first year playing and my buddy McKenna, Jack McKenna's first time or not not first time playing, but first time coming off the off the bench. And this guy's not a small fella, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, hey, animal in high school. So, like, we grew up together. And <laughs> it's small town Belfast. So not what a whole mean, lot of people know his name. Well, I mean, like... But as soon as we get to Montague... 75 people, right? This guy's got his own, like... This guy's got his own thing called, like, Jacko wants a snacko. Jacko wants a snacko. That's his Instagram party account. You look it up. Look up Jacko wants a snacko. Yes, yeah, it went from it's run by my buddy Zach McDevin, shout out Zach. Uh, yeah, so you look this up, and it's just basically videos of Jack being belligerently messed up in high school. So what does this have to do with your rugby? Well, if you get messed, I'm getting to that. Okay. So if you get messed up a lot in high school, you will be popular. Uh, <laughs> Four oh good years, gosh. kids. Four good years. Three on PEI. Three. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, this yeah. This guy's yeah. He plays. The reason I'm saying all this is he played wing. So mm-hmm. I was a winger in rugby, and he plays wing too. But he's like sh- probably two, three inches, good two, three inches shorter than I am. Okay. And he's shaped kind of like a timbit. <laughs> he's lost some weight. I'll give him that. But like he was. <laughs> you want to know something funny? And you know what? My uncle probably's not gonna see this, so my uncle well, we we nicknamed him Timbit. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, a soccer coach. We nicknamed him. What's going on, Timbit? What's going on, Timbit? Anyway, though, he uh, uh, he wasn't quite that round, but like he uh, was this uh, like he wasn't as skinny as me, and I was a winger, but he was a winger too. And anyway, we were playing this game up in West Isle, and I specifically remember first game ever gotten thrown in, and he was put on wing. Anyway, he's char- he gets the ball on the left wing, and he's just charging up. Two guys try to tackle him from that side, so like it's not big guys either. It's not like you're getting all the middle scrum guys in there. And he one guy misses him. Jack shakes out the second guy misses him. He goes probably about 10, 20 feet, just shaking guys off. And the girls, uh, like we went up together with the girls' boys team, the girls are losing it. Like, Jack, yes, go Jack! Like, everyone just starts chanting his name. This guy's drinking four Mike Card lemonades later oh, that Yeah, day. and this is like God, his first game brought the raspberry pack to the field party, bro. And then, and then same game, just before this, we kick <laughs> off. <laughs> he was actually more of a beer guy. Oh, Tennessee Fire was his real poison. But, uh, anyway, we, we kick <laughs> off to there and... 
And yeah. I was on wing at this point too. And I go from our end, pretty well three quarters of the field. Mm-hmm. And I just hear, Taylor, that's your guy. Taylor, that's your guy. I swing around to the middle. And I was the third fastest guy on my team. Okay. I like to brag. Just because I was short. Well, like, just... The two guys that were faster than Todd. They were like, Anyway, yeah, so I get up probably three quarters of the field, I run on a kickoff, and I get to the guy, and I whip him down, tack him to the waist and whip him down. Mm-hmm. So, me and Jack, our first years, like, he was with the team a few years, just bench player, like, like, player kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But, like, my first, both our rookie seasons playing, pretty much, and that was one game I always remember, because the two rookies on the team, guys who had played before, guys who were better than us, but we got all the love. As soon as we walked on that bus after the game... The girls team went nuts for me and Jacko. It was like, oh, it was one of the best feelings you have in high school sports. When you know you're not going anywhere, but you have that one game, even though you lose, you're the like you're the players of the game, the MVP. How do you get silver? Yeah, I'm still trying to wrap my head yeah, around these. Okay, okay, anyway. What did your medal game look like? Uh it was close for a bit. How many teams were So how did in... you get in a medal? We played that actually, the same game I was just talking about. We played that team in the finals. But how did you how get did you get to a gold silver? What? It ended up just being two teams in the in the double A division. Everyone else went up triple A. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it was just two teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just two teams. So we were automatically guaranteed a medal anyway. But we so went zero and six, went and we got silver. So so basically, Ooh. your story is essentially the same as Grant on the Western Capital for three days. You participation got a participation award essentially. A silver medal. It's still, it's still a participation trophy. So you it's guys a, are. It's you guys are that's, that's two, baby. Oh, that's a two. You guys are Wait, but, uh, what, what happened if you forfeited? You would have gotten bronze? Or <laughs> <laughs> we only lost by a try. Like, it was the best game we played all season, too, but we just couldn't clutch up in the end. Couldn't clutch up. You couldn't clutch up in the end. Big, UP, good, big game at UPEI's turf there. No, I guess it was their actual field. What did you expect? We played a good game. We just, we, like, we, for, it could have been anyone's game. Honestly, okay. we just couldn't clutch up in the last few minutes there, and we lost by a try. But really, though, we almost went one and five with the gold medal. So, what did you? What was your like thoughts on rugby? Did you enjoy playing? I loved it. To be honest with you, I loved it. Why well, don't? Though? <laughs> <laughs> high school rugby versus mud men rugby. Like it took me enough to get into high school rugby. I don't need some like thirty-five year old. Mechanic running at me full tail. I, 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 yeah, I guess there is a pretty big difference. Yeah, like, for high school rugby, you play it because like you want to be an active, you you want to be active in yeah. high school. Yeah, you, you know. want to you want to join the teams because then yeah. you get the parodies. University, you want to no, find no, a good no. men's club. You know, maybe work your way. You know, there's a lot of ways in pro rugby. Yeah. So you know, university rugby, there's some tense competition. Yeah. Senior men's rugby, they hit you because they like hitting you. Yeah. And honestly, those are the toughest hits I've gotten. That's what I mean, right? Yeah, I do true. not think I would survive long in senior men's rugby. Now, high school rugby, I love it. I think it was the best sport I played. I made so many friends because of high school rugby. I, it was just a great experience to be on a team again. And to be like on a team like that, where when you think of rugby and you're just watching it from the outside, and that's, what my, that's why I didn't play in grade 7 11. I watched it from the outside, and all I saw was these big, mean hits and like people getting trucked with no gear on, and I was scared of it. But then I played it, and what you realize when you start playing rugby is it might be like they're trying to hit you. They want to take you down. But as soon as you're down, it's the most genuinely game you'll ever play in your life. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, man, like, that was a good hit, good play, and they're helping you up. And like yeah. everyone's there to have fun and play the sport that they love. <laughs> rugby is honestly probably one of the most sportsman-like 
event, like activities you'll ever take part in. No, no matter how hard you get hit, if you're injured, people like are upset and like they dare it, and it's a bad moment. But like you can get absolutely trucked. But if you're okay, they're gonna be like good hit man, like good you're job. Definitely not the same in football. No, definitely not the same no. in football. <laughs> you get trucked. I got one tackle that I was flexed on. I'm like yeah, no, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's senior men's man. <laughs> but yeah, no mud men. I feel like I get murdered in a heartbeat. I feel like I'd be flat no. on out in the game. Nah, just gotta get some more meat on your bones. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, no, high school rugby, 100%. I would recommend anybody. I was five foot five, maybe when I played it, like 120 pounds. You were five foot five? I was four foot 11 under grade 10. Wow. I'm this still, is surprising. I, I'm still growing. I just hit 5'11. Wow. Yeah. Only 5'11. I, I hit the old puberty stint a little late. I was 4'11 when I started grade 10. 4'11, 95 pounds. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. And then by the end of grade so 10, I was like 5'3". What? So you have bulk. Dude, if you look at a picture of me grade 10 versus me now, like, yeah, you can tell it's me, but like, glow up. Glow <laughs> <laughs> up. Glow up. Glow up. So, Voice dropped, baby. 30,000 octaves. I got a sailor's turn around. Oh, I'm going to show you as a video after we're done this podcast of what I look like in junior high and like the okay. whole week you get all of that. Okay, stick around for the TBT. You know what? Yeah, we'll, we'll throw a, a way back Wednesday maybe. on Waterboys. So, yeah. so you played a rugby and you loved it, but yeah. what other sports did you play for the people? Pretty much anything under the sun you can find here in PEI I gave a shot at. Not all in competitive leagues. Yeah. Some Hockey was one of your mains, eh? Oh yeah, I'm a Canadian kid. I'm an Canadian <laughs> I wore skates for I could walk pretty well. What what level hockey did you play? I was double A for a while. Double A? Yeah, double A for a while. I wasn't I'm not winning Gretzky either. I couldn't yeah. I, as much as making the Islanders would have been a dream come true, I was nowhere near nowhere. Think you could play Juju C, Juju B? If I would have stuck with it, yeah. But I stopped playing hockey in midget. Second year midget I think it was I stopped playing hockey. Cause I was just like kinda knew I wasn't going anywhere with this. I started taking interest in other sports, other activities, and I started refereeing a lot more. I was like, I'm not going to go anywhere. Might as well make some dough. And by the sounds of it, you would have needed new gear every week, the way you were growing. <laughs> oh, once I hit missions, yeah. <laughs> I started playing uh, a lot of like beer league stuff this summer, or over the winter, and like, the, the amount of gear I bought, like all the gear I owned was from my last year at Bantam. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm, I was 4'11 then, and I'm 5'11 now, and I just bought new gear this winter <laughs> to play rock hockey. You want to talk about trying to see me squeeze into some stuff? Oh, that was bad. Hockey pants looking like rugby shorts on them. <laughs> Man, oh, it was something. I got, like, I, yeah, I spent a lot of gear on, or I spent a lot of money on some new gear just to play beer league because nothing else fit me. So, so, so what, what's some of your favorite moments from hockey? One that springs to mind right off the bat is uh, Pee Wee. I won the Palm Tournament. Which was oh, which okay. uh, island based? That's a pretty big one, yeah. Well, for when you're playing minor hockey and you're not in like AAA or anything like that, yeah. when the Pawthorn was a really big event for me, mainly because I never won provincials. Farthest I ever made in provincials was semifinals, and that was the same year we won the Pawthorn. So that mm-hmm. was the best team I was ever on was that Pee Wee year. But uh, yeah, we lost the semis, the provincials, but that Palm run, it was something else. It was yeah. like the only it's the only banner that's got my name on it. It's always something I'll remember. And, uh, yeah, it was like that Jack, Jack McKenna, another shit out there, Jackie, I was playing with him, he was our goalie, and hate to roast him here, but, but he couldn't stop a beach ball in that. <laughs> it was rough. Way to go. We were playing, uh, okay, this is provincials, that story, but we, anyway, we were playing in, uh, semis, 
and he was in that. We won that game 7-5. It was pretty nail-biter. Good laugh. But we got to the finals, and we played OT. It was the first time... And looking back, you're a kid. You watch NHL. You see overtimes. You see shootouts. So as a kid, playing in the finals was sick enough, and then going to overtime in the finals of a tournament was like, oh my god, like, you felt like you were in the big leagues. Yeah. Like, you... And anyway... My cousin actually, where like cousins are marriage, he won it for us about three minutes into overtime, slap shot from the point, made its way through traffic and into the back of the net. And mm. the North River fans got shut up, and the Belfast fans, the Murray River fans went ape, ape nuts. And <laughs> just, yeah, we finally we threw the gloves up and we got the win. That was nice. It's still hanging up in the old potato parent out in Belfast, the Belfast Rec Center, with all the names of the boys on it. Be. Yeah, rest in peace for our head coach, Rossio. Special moment? Yeah, no, special So who moment. got you into hockey? Not my parents. Yeah. Yeah, what? it's the same as any. Like I said, they had skates on before I could walk. And my uncle was huge into it, too. My grandparents would drive me to every game, practice, if mom or dad was working. So, big shout out to them. Neil and Mama McKinnon, huge, huge, uh, huge help outs growing up. Any game, they were, I don't think they missed a single beast. I'm their only grandson, so it was like... Mm-hmm. Everywhere I went there, and my uncle was huge for it too. Rest in peace, Bri. Uh, but yeah, no, he was huge for us. Uh, like a second dad, grandparents were like a second home growing up, and I'll never forget all the stuff they've done for me. And yeah. just basically, I'm sure I would have made it there somehow, some way. But uh, yeah, no, they had a huge hand in raising me and helped me be able to play all the things and do all the activities I did. Without them, my childhood would look a lot different. So yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta gotta love the fam. Is your mom a classic hockey mom? Oh, yeah. Mom's yeah. one of the best women I know. Is she's she, great. Is she Karen, though, at the hockey rink? Or no? <laughs> no, she's more on my ass at the hockey rink, oh, to be okay. honest. Yeah. If I was ever getting a little chippy or a little dirty, all of a sudden from the stands, here comes a big old, Taylor, get out of that, or Taylor. <laughs> like, uh, she wasn't afraid to give a little yell if I was doing something stupid out there on the, on the ice surface. What, what was some stupid stuff you did out there? Oh, I was... I like to run my mouth. For for a small fella, I had a pretty big, I had a pretty sizable mouth on me. I'm not gonna lie, it was probably my biggest. I I could put the puck in the net. I was honestly like I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty good. I was decent. I was pretty good offensive player, but uh, I was kind of like a kachuk or something like that. Where in minor hockey, as much as as fun as it was to put the puck in the net, it was also pretty fun. Kachuk, the, yeah, kachuk. <laughs> But he knows his role, he's chirping. It was pretty, it was pretty fun <laughs> to throw some chirping on the ice. Just you a pat on the back, just like disrupt the, disrupt the flow. One of the smallest guys in the ice, didn't care who it was. I'd throw, I'd throw, I'd throw the mouth jar, I'd, I'd get some jarring in there, some chirps flying. It's like short as he but for double A hockey. Yeah. mind there, but yeah, no, I'd like to throw the chirps. Oh, that was the story I got from, went to Montreal one year. My cousin Brad, he was playing with the Stars. And for Christmas, my mom and uncle got me a, well, got the three of us a trip to Montreal to Bell Center. Well, okay, so you're saying Brad, but you gotta explain who Brad is. Oh, Brad Richards of Mary River. Yeah. Her, I forget yeah. the name. Yeah. But anyway, uh, my grandmother, Wilma, as I said, her sister is Dwight Richards. So Brad be my second cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Brad Richards played in the NHL for a while, but when he was with Dallas, the second team he ever played with, uh, we took a flight. I got a I got a trip for Christmas. It was a big. I was sick as a dog that Christmas too. Like they showed me my present that it was a flight to Montreal with Mom Brian for like a weekend to go see Montreal play the Stars. 
and I was laying on the couch and I remember just coughing and being sick and I was like this isn't real like five minutes later I was like oh my god are we actually going <laughs> but uh you know we went up to Montreal and I'll never forget we were eating breakfast at the hotel we were staying at with Brad we got to he knew like we organized we told him we were coming up and stuff and uh, we went to the players hotel and we sat down we were eating breakfast in the hotel with Brad and Steve Ott walks up to me as I'm sitting there eating breakfast and he doesn't talk to the whole table doesn't say a word to anyone comes up to me my I think it was 10 and whispers in my ear tell Brady to pass Steve over the puck a little more <laughs> and then just walks away <laughs> gives me like just something that'll make a kid's day you know what I mean oh yeah so I just start giggling I tell him what's going on and then later on the next winter I think it was or it might have been later that winter when I got back PEI had Hockey Day in Canada that year, mm-hmm. and Ron McLean was here. And back when, it was in the Harbor, back when uh, Delay and Glenn still lived out there, me and Brian, they were doing like a live shoot in the Harbor River, uh, like the Harbor, like the ice that froze in the Harbor. Yeah. They brought it down there with a camera, because Ron McLean was coming down to skate with a bunch of kids, and I got a special meet and greet, because he was stopping by, he obviously knew Brad, so mm-hmm. he obviously knew Glenn. So we stopped by Delight and Glance to have a chit-chat with them for a bit before the, the, we went down to the ice, and they invited me and Brian to go and sit with them. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so I got to meet Ron McLean in their house, just the five of us, sat and talked for a while, and he, uh, I told him about my experience with Steve Ott and Brad, and anyway, the night ended, I had, well, I mean, the afternoon we talked about my uncle and was saying what kind of player I was, and I told him what kind <laughs> of player and who I liked, and I said Steve Ott because Steve Ott made my day that day, and I was a kid, and I was like, he's now my favorite player. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ron McLean left me with one thing. He signed, uh, I forget what he signed now. I, I can't remember what it was, but I remember the message to this day. It said, uh, be a little more like Brad Richards and a little less like Steve Ott. <laughs> 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 you know you're bad when Ron McLean tells you to shut your app. Yeah, yeah, you know you're... <laughs> You know it's something Ron McLean is telling you to be a little bit more like your cousin and a little, a little less like Steve-O. Yeah. <laughs> so through all that mouth yapping, through all that 0-6 rugby, <laughs> silver medal, yeah. what made you choose not just joining the Waterboys, but sports media? It's always been sports for me. Yeah. There really was, like as a kid, you always have the pipe dreams. It was make, make a list, I want to go to the moon. or like I want, One of my dreams is like, I was to drive to school bus. Like, I just thought school bus drivers were the shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Literally. Dream high, kids. Dream high. And, you know, if you want to be a school bus driver, one day, you can. Yeah, no, it's, it's all electric now. I just thought as a kid, like, the doors where you flick the thing up and you got to put the door out. I thought that was cool. That just would have made you bad. Yeah, really. They're just getting to open that door like this. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> just a little, just, just a little, little thing. Like, you no, know, I, I thought the guy who had to just open, flick the thumb thing up, and then just, good morning, kids. <laughs> okay. Wow. So you put the school bus dreams aside. I put the school bus dreams aside, and you know, when everything became realistic about what I wanted to do in life, it was always it was always sports. There was never anything I was as passionate about as sports, and it started with uh, journalism. My dad's a journalist. Uh, it was just kind of in my blood. And I love writing. So that started in like June, late elementary, most of junior high. I was like, I'm going to go do journalism for this, journalism for that. And then NHL video games became big with me. And playing like season modes and be a GM modes. 
I thought it was awesome. I was like, there can be, this is a playing GM mode. I was like, this is the life right here. I wanted this as a profession. Yeah. So all of a sudden I was like, now sport high school, I was like, sport management's the goal. I want to do sport management. I want to be the GM of a national hockey league team someday. Mm-hmm. And then being from PEI, I realized that I probably didn't have the, I, I didn't have a hundred in every class. So I probably wasn't getting into any sport management uh, <laughs> programs in Ontario or anything like that. So then I just, uh, after first year university, I just kind of started getting back on the journalism bug, got back on the writing a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, just sport. What really opened up my path for me now was my Islanders job. Yes. My now, inter- well, this interview is hilarious. You've told Justin and I, but I think the fans need to hear the full interview story. Yeah, so... Of going in for the Islanders. Originally... I just saw an ad for they wanted uh, help wanted for a bar staff and you could either be a bartender or a bar runner. I was like, no one's gonna tip this to be a bar bartender. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no guy's going to a hockey game to see this guy just sitting there like, hey, what can I get for you? <laughs> so uh, I was like, bar runner. It's literally it was the weirdest thought in my head because before this I had never been that driven to go in. I was happy on my EI during the winter. I was happy just doing my own thing and chilling around. And then all of a sudden, at the end of last summer, I just saw this ad for a bear, bear runner. So I thought, what the hell? It'd be a good way to get my foot in the door some way in the arena. Just so that way I could start meeting some people. And uh, so I went in for an interview with Craig Foster. I got a call one day offering me an interview. Uh, he's the hockey operations director and stuff like that with the Islanders. And I sat in for the interview, and he was just like, basically, it's your standard interview process. goes over your resume and stuff like that. And I just happened to mention in my interview that I was interested in doing sports journalism, media, just something in sports. And I thought, hey, I thought this would be a good way to get my foot in the door. So here I am. Two weeks go by. Think nothing of it. I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Must not have got the job. And then my phone rang one day. And it was uh, Cody Cudmore and Jason McLean calling me, offering me to come in for an interview for something else. So I got there and uh, for the interview, and I sat in with them in Jason's office, and they started talking about doing stuff in the business office, like communications, and I'm sitting there, and all I'm hearing is that I'm not going to be doing a bartender. They're like, basically, if you're interested, we'd like to bring you up here, 30 bucks a game to cover, basically, you write pieces for the website, game recaps, like uh, previews interview players, helping the office a bit, doing other stuff, and just do like communications and media stuff. And they just looked at me and said, we thought you'd like doing this a bit better than slinging moose light on game days. <laughs> and I just looked at them and I said, you're damn right, I would love to do this way more than slinging moose light on game days. Because I went into, I interviewed for a bar owner just to get my foot in the door. <laughs> and all of a sudden it turned into what most people would view as not much. But I grew up loving the PEI Rock and Charlton Islanders. Yeah. And for a kid that wants to get involved with sports, to get a job like that with the Islanders... It's a big step. It's a huge step. It's, you're in NHL team here. It's Yeah, it's, our, it's yeah. our big leagues here. It's what we have. The whole province focuses on it. And mm-hmm. I, like I said, I love watching it. And I got, in, I got to be an insider in an organization. Just to try to get my foot in the door and it turned into something so much better. Just as an attempt to get, yeah, just like, I just, all I want to do is get my foot in the door as a bar runner. Yeah. Just slinging was on game days. 
And it turned into this because I thought, why the hell not go for an interview? Why not try and just get my foot in the door? Yeah. And it turned into an amazing season, an amazing job, something I'll not only cherish, but looks amazing on my resume. And I met awesome people. I got to be around the hockey scene. And this job has given me more in life than any education has so far. The experience has just been otherworldly. Like it's it's gonna it's given me stuff I'm gonna take to my grave. Yeah. Throughout my life. Yeah. It's it's been I can't even though we lost the files, it's just it's been <laughs> it's been a year to remember, to say the least. It's yeah. it's an awesome job, awesome organization and just I I get up in the morning and I could spend two hours of the rink, I could spend twenty four hours of the rink. I'd love it still. Time would fly. There you go. Well, I think a little personally that the water boys isn't that high of an experience for you, but oh, this is no, this is no. <laughs> I was Charlottetown Islanders this, Charlottetown Islanders that. Where's the water boys here? But I honestly like no, I wasn't that sure when I first got called to join the pod. I was like, I don't know, I'm already short on time, and it was honestly it turned into something amazing. I made two really good friends out of it. Made two awesome, oh, like yeah. met two awesome people. Turns out that I love doing this. I mean, we talk about sports anyway. Why not? Why not make a podcast out of this? Yeah. And it's just another way to get involved with sports. And it's honestly something I love doing. Something I love coming to do. It's I'm like two great people. George, it's like what George said. Just practice. practice yeah, exactly. Practice, I mean, practice, practice. No, it's no yeah. Everything professionally I got going on in life right now. I'm trending in the right direction. Everything's fun. Everything's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one of these days you won't wear a Blue Jays jersey in front of a camera, but... I don't know. Maybe season three, folks. Maybe season three. It seems like the people want it right now. Yeah. <laughs> All 25 subscribers really want it. I feel I feel that okay, we're we are growing, yeah. Alright, if you want to keep up to date with the water boys, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Pod. Anyway, you want to go to Instagram, you got Waterboys underscore media or official Waterboys podcast. On Twitter, you got official Waterboys. Facebook, you got Waterboys pod. If you're watching on YouTube, you know you're already there. And I mean, come on, boys. We're growing. We're growing. We're growing. We're growing like an oak tree. Yeah. Slow but steady. Oh, yeah. Strong and sturdy. Oh, strong and sturdy. You want to stay updated with your sports? You know where to find us. Like and subscribe. Join the Water Boys Army. Also, stay well, thirsty. Stay thirsty, but we have some massive merch news coming soon, so stay tuned. Grant, take the people out. You know it. Welcome to the Late Night Show with Taylor Stewart. Introducing our first guest, the hood turned good, Pony Boy Curtis. Thanks for being on the show, Mr. Curtis. Thank you for having me. I understand you wrote a new book called 